and welcome to Fresh Fusion, a weekly show where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web, and the Fediverse. My name is Jared White, and this is episode 108, Podcasts to Listen to in 2024. It's been a while since I've talked about my media consumption habits, shared some of the shows that I enjoy listening to, some of the creators that I admire. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, And then later, if you're a Fresh Fusion Plus subscriber, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, why I think it's important to continue to podcast as time goes by. Uh, There's been a bit of Uh, consternation in the news around podcasting as of late because of changes to podcast stats coming from Apple. Uh, So we'll talk a little bit about that, but why it probably won't affect you if you're part of the long tail of creators out there. Uh, So that's on Fresh Fusion Plus. But for the main part of the show here, uh, we'll we'll talk about uh, some podcasts that I highly recommend. Uh, But before we get right into that, I recently did some redesigning just a little bit uh, on my website. Uh, I've always had this sort of short form format of a blog post called a thought. Uh, So thoughts are distinct from essays, which are sort of an article format. Uh, But for thoughts, uh, I want them to stand out a little bit more as, as a unique content type on the site. Uh, So I I put them in sort of a card, made them pop a little bit from the page, and I changed the font to my favorite monospaced font, which is Mononoke. So so they look very distinct now, and I like that a lot. I'm a big believer in getting motivated to create content if you're excited about where that content ends up living. (laughs) Uh, I've been in too many situations in the past where... The, the thing I want to write and the way it ended up looking after it was published uh, just wasn't jiving for me. And thus, I felt increasingly a lack of motivation to, to post. So I don't know. I don't know if other people experience this, but it matters a lot to me how my posts look once they're posted online. Uh, so, so I think now that this thoughts format looks really cool. I'm excited about using it more often. Uh, so I have a link to the first one there. And if you just click thoughts, uh, the little little category button there, uh, you can see uh, some of the recent ones. One other item of note, for a long time, I've been using Hey for email. Uh, hey being uh, of service from the folks at 37signals. And I've also been using Basecamp from 37signals uh, to manage some projects for clients. And in both cases, I have been migrating away, away from using those services for pretty much a singular reason. It's not that I think the services are bad and I don't like them anymore, but I really don't like the folks running the company, the folks behind 37signals particularly David Hennemeyer Hansen, or DHH. For those of you who don't know who he is, uh, he's an entrepreneur and a programmer who's created a bunch of sort of famous open source projects, most notably Ruby on Rails, the web development framework that I've used for many years. Um, but, you know, the Jason Fried and DHH have always been 
very opinionated and very loud with their opinions uh, about business and, and in DHH's case about programming. And for a long time, those opinions more or less coincided with opinions I held. Uh, and so, so I was happy to be sort of under the sway of the, the 37 signals circle of influence. Um, but it's gotten weirder and weirder over the last few years. There was a whole debacle back in 2021 uh, about uh, how Basecamp lost like one third of its employees. <laughs> There's this whole kerfuffle over DEI and, and you know, whether you can bring politics to work, quote unquote. And it was it was just a mess. And since then, uh, DHH has, has really taken on this sort of alt-right edgelord persona and just really been, you know, one of these people that you expect to find on Twitter slash X. And I don't mean that in any positive way whatsoever. Um, it's no surprise that he's never uh, embraced Mastodon or anything like that. Uh, it should come as no surprise at all. So... I've I've decided to stop dragging my heels and to really kind of put my money where my mouth is. Uh, I never actually stopped using fast mail. This is the funny thing. I, I've been using both fast mail and hay sort of <laughs> alongside each other for some time. Uh, a little bit silly. But anyway, I'm almost completely migrated over to using fast mail exclusively for email, and I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, Basecamp was a little trickier to figure out what to do about because I really think Basecamp as a project management system for small businesses, small organizations, non-technical people in particular, uh, it's a really nice product and it's hard to find a direct replacement. Um, But I realized that for the most part, everything I've been doing with clients in recent times uh, if if they don't already have some kind of project management platform in place, um, I'm mostly just sending emails and managing the programming tasks in GitHub. So I realized, well, why don't we just use GitHub and email? <laughs> so yeah, so essentially I've replaced Basecamp with just using GitHub and email. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts about GitHub these days too. I'm not too happy about that platform, but you know, at least GitHub doesn't have sort of a CEO or CTO that's an obvious alt-right edgelord type character that's out there just being a complete ass. So, you know, even though I have issues with GitHub, uh, it's it's not quite as odious. And furthermore, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> GitHub is free to me. So, you know, there's that too. All right, folks, with all that out of the way, on to the podcasts I have on regular rotation here in 2024. I've broken these out to a few categories. This first category is surprisingly beefy, <laughs> kind of shows you where I'm at these days with my uh, outlook on life. Um, but this first category is urbanism, and there's a couple podcasts here to, to kick things off that are very much related uh, there's a podcast, The War on Cars, and a podcast, The Urbanist Agenda. <laughs> uh, both both really fun uh, shows to listen to if you're like me and wish uh, urban infrastructure here in America was a lot better than it is 
and folks could get by uh, with a lot less dependency on cars. Uh, the Urbanist Agenda is uh, a really fun one in particular because it's uh, hosted by the guy that also hosts the show Not Just Bikes, a very popular YouTube channel, uh, also on Nebula, which is how I prefer to watch it. So that's all a lot of fun. Uh, another podcast I like called Ride On is all about micromobility and features interviews with with different folks that are in the micromobility space. Think e-bikes, think e-scooters, that sort of thing. So that's really enjoyable as well. And then a couple of podcasts here which are particular to the Portland, Oregon area. So Never mind if you're not a Portland resident, uh, but the first one, CityCast Portland, is actually worth talking about a little bit because it's part of a broader network called CityCast, uh, and they have email newsletters and podcasts uh, all over the country in a bunch of different cities. Uh, And I'm not familiar with how the content is in other cities, but Portland has been fantastic. Their, Their podcast and their email newsletter here in Portland are really quite good really probably the best I would say I've ever seen sort of local media in the digital age to be, which is high praise indeed. So uh, so if you're in the U.S. and you're in a city that has a city cast uh, setup going on with email and podcasting, I really encourage you to check that out because uh, the Portland show is just fantastic. And the Bike Portland podcast, of course, is all about uh, biking and biking infrastructure here in Portland, which is something I think about a lot these days. Uh, and kind of the unfortunate thing with Portland right now is for a city that really gained a reputation a number of years back around biking and, and urban infrastructure like that, uh, uh, it, it's really fallen on hard times. Uh, there's a there's a lot of bad infrastructure out there still that needs work and hasn't gotten the work it deserves. Uh, the numbers around people who bike regularly have come down in the last few years, uh, and I think that's due in part to uh, just a lot of dangerous traffic issues <laughs> that, uh, again, just aren't getting addressed the way they should. So, so that regression is unfortunate. But uh, there's a lot going on this year around Portland's governance. There's actually a complete change coming to how the city is governed. It's, it's a huge deal. If you're curious, I recommend you look up how all the new districts will work and how all the city council and, and mayorship positions will work under this new governance structure that got voted in. Um, so I'm hopeful that uh, there will be less dysfunction and more action on key issues once we have a better government. So (laughs) stay tuned on that. Speaking of government, the next category is politics and religion. Uh, I have a small grab bag of shows here. Uh, If if this particular topic uh, (laughs) makes you roll your eyes, feel free to skip ahead a few minutes. Um, But the first entry here is actually an interesting one. It's Apple News in Conversation with Shemita Basu. Uh, I, for a brief time, checked out the Apple News stuff when Apple launched Apple News. Uh, And one of the things they launched was actually a podcast, an Apple News podcast. Um, I listened to that for a little while. It was kind of like news sound bites of the day, kind of a summary of some interesting news stories, but uh, dropped off after a while because, frankly, it was a bit boring. 
Um, but Shamita Basu actually has been doing another podcast, this one, uh, Apple News in Conversation, uh, which are interviews with notable people around various news topics. Uh, and it's been really good. She's a good interviewer. The, the topics have been interesting. The guests have been interesting. Uh, I really like this one. And you don't have to use Apple Podcasts to subscribe to this podcast. It's something you can subscribe to in any podcast player. So uh, yeah, I've enjoyed this one. This next one, Indoctrination. Indoctrination. <laughs> Get it? Um, is is a really, really cool podcast about uh, essentially folks who have come out of cults, various religious cults. It's hosted by Rachel Bernstein, who is a counselor, a therapist, who works with a lot of different people who have come out of cults. And some of these cults you've heard of, <laughs> like some of some of them are famous cults that have been the subject of, of big documentaries. Uh, and she she has worked with lots of different people who have come out of these sort of cults. Um, and myself having a background in cult like settings not sure I would say I was literally in a cult, but I certainly in in high control religious environments, which had cult like behaviors going on and cult like control in various ways. And uh, yeah, uh, let's say I've had some trauma to uh, work through over the years. <laughs> Not sure I'm fully over it, to be honest. So so a show like indoctrination has has really, really helped me personally. Uh, and it's just fascinating in general. So if you're like a lot of people and just have a general fascination with cults, Indoctrination's a, a cool show to listen to. These next two podcasts are kind of related. The Lincoln Project and Rick Wilson's The Enemies List. The Lincoln Project, a lot of folks have a love-hate relationship with them. Uh, if you're progressive and wish progressive political endeavors could get uh, promoted and funded as much as possible. Uh, you may not like all the all the attention the Lincoln Project gets. Um, but again, <laughs> speaking for myself, I used to be a Republican. I used to be, quote unquote, conservative. Uh, I came out of that world. And so a lot of the stuff that the Lincoln Project talks about uh, resonates with me because you know, they came out of that world themselves. In fact, they were architects in certain respects of that world before coming out of it. Um, so, you know, they've they've had to do some rhetorical penance, if you will, uh, and are, you know, fighting the good fight to stop Trumpism dead in its tracks. And Particularly this year in 2024, I, I feel like Trumpism in America is it's either going to succeed or it's going to fail in a really big way with all the elections coming up. Uh, and if it succeeds, uh, it it scares the bejesus out of me. <laughs> like, truly, I am truly scared. I'm truly scared of an ascendant mega movement. So doing everything I can to uh, to try to fight back against that and the Lincoln Project and, and Rick Wilson and, and the folks on his show. Uh, it's all about that. So, so there you go. 
Moving along to the next category, entertainment. I have just a few here. Uh, the first one is a podcast, but also uh, a show on YouTube. And I kind of go back and forth whether I'm listening to the podcast or watching the YouTube show. But it's the John Campia show. John Campia being uh, a fellow who created a show a long, long time ago through the folks at Collider. Uh, it was Collider Movie Talk and some related shows, and I got really sucked into them a number of years back and uh, kind of kick-started a particular interest in sort of movie fandom. You know, like, obviously I would watch movies before and some movies I would love or whatnot, but, um, but John Campia helped me, like, think about the art and the craft of movies and movie making, you know, how the sausage is made and sort of the insider news and scoops around movies and TV shows. And uh, it was really a lot of fun. And then um, Collider kind of imploded. So John Campia struck out on his own and created his own channel. And that's been going strong for a number of years now. Uh, so I really enjoy listening to the John Campia show or watching it. Uh, and, and the news and the insight there is, is usually quite good. I sometimes strongly disagree <laughs> with John Campia's reviews slash opinions about certain movies. Um, you know, I'd say it's, it's maybe like 70, 30, 70% of the time, I think what he's saying is spot on. And then 30% of the time I'm <laughs> smacking my head banging it against a wall, what have you. Just like, John, what are you talking about here? This is nuts. <laughs> you are so off on that. Uh, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, the next two shows are roughly related, The Incomparable and Downstream. They're both generally hosted by Jason Snell. I'll talk a little bit about him later as well. But uh, But The Incomparable is kind of a a revolving panel of guests that talk about a particular movie or show or just some artifact of pop culture, uh, usually, you know, on the nerdy side, on the sci-fi side. Uh, so they might review, you know, a recent Marvel movie or Star Wars movie or something like that. But then they also might review something from a long time ago, like Alien, <laughs> you know. So it's it's a fun show. I don't always listen to every episode because it might be about something I either don't know anything about or or don't care about. Um, but uh, a lot of the time, it, it's quite fun. And a recent episode was all about Foundation, the Apple TV Plus show, which I love. I love Foundation, and it was great to hear them talk all about that. And Downstream is a cool show as well. It's uh, about sort of the business of streaming. So uh, so Jason Snell and I think Julia Alexander, hope I'm getting that right, uh, they talk about um, what's going on with Disney Plus or Max or Apple TV Plus, uh, Paramount Plus, like all the pluses, a lot of pluses to talk about. Uh, so it's kind of news and insider scoops around all the different deals and and stats and news articles and reporting and all of that, uh, which which I find really quite fascinating. All right, down to the last category, business and tech. There are quite a few here, as you might imagine, so I'll try to get through it relatively quickly. First one up on the list, business movers with Lindsey Graham, 
No, not that Lindsey Graham. <laughs> a different Lindsey Graham, but uh, he does a great job with business movers. Uh, it kind of, uh, you get like a batch of a few episodes at a time, which which talk about, you know, some famous character in business history or some famous company. You know, it's talked about Howard Schultz and Starbucks. It's talked about KFC just recently. It's talked about, of course, some tech companies you've heard of, like, oh, I don't know, a little company named Apple. And person you may know about, Steve Jobs, who founded Apple, that sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, some 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 big uh, topics there that have been um, really, really cool. And, and I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot listening to business movers. On with Kara Swisher and her other show, Pivot, with Scott Galloway. Um, both are great shows. I listen to Pivot more often, I would say, because, uh, and <laughs> I feel a little sheepish saying, sheepish saying? Sheepish saying. Wow, that's that's hard to say. I feel a little sheepish saying <laughs> that... Um, Part of the fun of Pivot is hearing Kara Swisher and Scott Galloway kind of rib each other and needle each other. Uh, sometimes they completely agree on a topic and other times they completely disagree. And that in and of itself is a bit fun, I must admit. Um, I sometimes completely disagree with Scott Galloway in particular. Uh, I'm I'm much more with Kara on a lot of topics than I am with Scott at first glance. But, you know, he's he's a sharp guy. He's a sharp guy. So even when I disagree with what he's saying, I can understand his reasoning behind why he's saying what he's saying, even if I disagree with it, uh, you know, because he's a sharp guy. So I like Pivot a lot. Uh, on, on the show that Kara does, that's like interviews with different people. That's a good show, too. Dot Social is a new show. Uh, Mike McHugh of Flipboard has been um, running that show, and, and it's it's been great. Uh, Mike's interviewed a number of different people, talking about, of course, the Fediverse. Very exciting stuff. Um, so if you're into the Fediverse, which probably you are if you've been listening to Fresh Fusion a while now, um, Dot Social is a great show to listen to. Uh, every, every interview has been just top-notch. Couple of shows here for web developers: Shop Talk Show with Chris Coyer and Dave Rupert. Um, at this point, it's kind of the only uh, show I listen to regularly around web development. I, I find a lot of programming podcasts to get boring and dull quickly. Uh, hate to say, but um, Shop Talk Show is is almost always. Fantastic. Just a fantastic show. Uh, Chris and Dave are awesome. Uh, I follow Dave in particular on on Mastodon, uh, uh, who is always talking about interesting little tidbits around web development. So uh, very enjoyable show. And the second one, I, of course, have to say, I have to I have to say this. I'm contractually obligated to inform you about this podcast. It's just a spec spec S P E C. Just a spec. It's a show I host with my good friend Ayush, uh, where we talk about web development topics. It's on a little hiatus right now uh, after all the holiday stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna get back into the thick of things soon enough, and and get the show going for a season two. 
So please check out Just a Spec if you're interested in web development. And the last three shows here on the list, all sort of related, <laughs> upgrade, connected, and accidental tech podcast. If, like me, you're into Apple gear, Apple tech news, Macs, iPads, iPhones, iPods. <laughs> Can you still be into iPods in this day and age? I don't know. Apple TV, uh, Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> anyway, if you're interested in any of that stuff, uh, Upgrade and Connected are both shows on the Relay FM network that are must listen to shows. Like you just must listen to these, and a lot of people do. Um, and then the last show, not part of Relay FM, but um, all these guys know each other and they're sort of all swapping topics and guests and whatnot. But uh, Accidental Tech Podcast, uh, really fun show. Uh, the three of them, Marco Arment, uh, Casey Liss, and John Syracuse, they're, they're always talking about interesting, uh, very, uh, very in-depth, nerdy angles around Apple and, and around uh, technology in that general orbit. Um, these are long episodes. I think, you know, I'd, I'd be shocked if any particular accidental tech podcast episode was under two hours. I mean, these are long episodes. So I don't always catch every one of them, but I catch a lot of them. I think Upgrade, pretty much I listen to every week. I listen to Upgrade, uh, same with Connected, pretty much every week. Listen to that show as well. So these are all really, really tremendous shows if you're at all an Apple fanboy like me. So there you have it, a whole grab bag of podcasts you may want to start listening to in 2024. And if you're asking yourself, wait, does Jared really listen to all of these shows like regularly? <laughs> like all of them yes yes i do <laughs> i listen to a lot of podcasts okay i do i listen to a lot of podcasts like all the time it's just what i do and apparently you do too if you've made it all the way through this episode thus far so thank you again for tuning in to fresh fusion please stick around if you're a fresh fusion plus subscriber uh, because uh, I'll talk a bit about uh, the, the business of podcasting. Uh, and if you're not yet a Fresh Fusion Plus subscriber, what are you waiting for? Head over to plus.intuitivefuture.com to sign up for Intuitive Plus and get the Fresh Fusion Plus episode and a whole lot more. As always, you can go to my website, jaredwhite.com slash podcast to listen to this and previous episodes of the show. And also jaredwhite.com slash creator dash class sign up for my email newsletter. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.